Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for coming back to the podcast with me today is Wednesday, December the 2nd. And today, my sister and author, Hillary Stock, is back in the studio with me. And we're going to be talking about the importance of studying the Old Testament. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so it's Thursday. You've almost made it through the first week that's sort of the end of November and the beginning of December. And I'm getting a lot of questions over at Mailbox Money, and I'm going to get back to some of those. I'm traveling this week and actually traveling next week, too. There's a lot going on uh, for me with my congressional campaign run and also with my ministry. So um, a couple things I want to let you guys know about. So first of all, like I said yesterday, MomStrong International is launching a study on Advent, and we're going to be helping you really turn your heart and mind to Jesus for the month of December. Really, our hearts and minds should be on Jesus every single month of the year, but it's an important time of year for us to just pause and reflect on what it took for God to send his only son into this broken, sinful world as a redemption for us, as a sacrifice for our sin. It's really a powerful uh, reminder of how much God loves us. And we look around the world right now, and I think sometimes that can be lost, right? There are a lot of people who are suffering right now, a lot of people who are afraid and frightened. And as I've told you guys, you know, dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of times here at the show, the fact that we know who Jesus is, And that we know that our lives were created on purpose with a purpose gives us the ability to walk whatever comes to us out without being in fear. The Bible teaches us that our days have already been ordained for us and that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And we see this starting in the Old Testament, which is one of the reasons I love the Bible so much is because you can literally see the love of God for humanity all throughout scripture, that he cares about you and your children need to know mom and dad, they need to know that more than ever. So uh, before we focus on gifts and before we focus on folklore and uh, Santa Claus and all those things, we want to turn the hearts of our children to Jesus and to turn our own hearts to Jesus right now. And, uh, and it's a great time. And we're going to talk a little bit today too, about what it looks like to get into to the word starting in January, right? Because we all like to sort of turn that fresh page over. I already told you I'm going to have a New Year's Eve party this year to beat the band, and I'm calling it Kick 2021 to the Curb. That's what I'm calling it because I did not like 2021 very, very much. Some good things happened, but uh, overall, like a lot of you, I feel like I wake up every day and it's just one stunning headline after another, one disappointing news uh, report after another. And we have been challenged in our own family, my husband and myself and our children, to just every day kind of hit the reset button. What do we have today to be thankful for? How can we walk this life out with all of the craziness that's around us? I I do believe, and I've said this a lot, and I continue to believe it, I think one day the truth about what we're going through right now is going to come out and history is going to write that this was one of the saddest times probably in human history as we've seen the nations around the world uh, really literally close down. People are dying. Uh, They're dying from an illness. They're dying from a so-called cure for the illness. They're dying from isolation. They're dying from loneliness. They're dying from suicide. I know here in the Pacific Northwest, the suicide rate is very high right now. People need hope. They need to know that this world isn't all there is. And as Christians, we don't live for this world. We seek a city to come whose architect and builder is God. And the more I walk with the Lord and the more I see of this world around me, the more I want to love people well 
and to be a representative of the Lord Jesus because he's going to come back, you guys, and we are going to see him. The Bible says one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father, and he does deserve the glory. And nobody that I know is given more glory to the Lord than my sister Hillary. I'm so glad uh, that she's here. You guys heard me say yesterday, Hillary is the youngest of the seven Ginn sisters, uh, seven Ginn siblings. We have a brother, too, and we he do. didn't end up with an H name. We call him Heron. <laughs> we call him Heron every once in a while. Uh, but our family has been through a lot. Hillary, by the way, welcome to the show. I'm Thank glad you. you're back. Uh, our family has been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, a story for another day. But the story of our family has, in, for I think, in large, by and large, been, uh, at least for me, a story of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that you have experienced quite a bit of heartbreak uh, just by virtue of the fact that we're all in the same family. Yeah. Um, but we've also experienced a lot of healing. Yeah. And we know that God is the healer. And as I have watched you grow in your relationship with the Lord and grow in your love for his word, I've watched you grow as a mother and as a wife. It's amazing uh, because that this really is where hope is found. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. And as we're grasping for straws in the culture right now, and you live out in the, on the Oregon coast yeah. and you're experiencing the same things there as I am a little bit more inland, mm-hmm. uh, but the world is hurting right now. Absolutely. And you found an answer mm-hmm. in getting to know the Lord. How has it changed you as you have been studying his word and, and learning more about the heart of God from the very beginning of the Bible? Um, it's more changed me because I can relate to them. Like mm-hmm. I feel like right now we're in a season of wandering the desert. Um, we're in a season of we're seeing rebellion over and over after multiple times of seeing God's miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, people still choosing to to live in sin. People still choosing to not be true to the faith. Um, mm-hmm. Boy, we see that in the church right now. We see it all. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. do. And I just. I feel like the genuineness of our Christianity or our faith has really um, been set aside mm-hmm. um, and it's become more of a show. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want part of that. I wanted mm-hmm. to get back to what it, what is my genuine walk look like? And mm-hmm. am I mimicking that for my children mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. ultimately? Um, because I can't rely on the church, which we shouldn't, we should mm-hmm. never rely on the church mm-hmm. to raise our children up. It's our responsibility. Yeah. Um, well, we, we, we have really, we've given this responsibility to youth pastors over the years. We drop our kids off at school and absolutely. we have the church, the school do the educating. Then we drop them off at Sunday school and we have this and the youth pastor do the, the, the religious so-called religious absolutely. training. And we, we blew it. And Awanas. I mean, the, yeah. you could name all of the things that we drop our kids off of. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'm not at fault. Like I did this for mm-hmm. years thinking mm-hmm. that that was the way to go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until, you know, we had really understood what a walk looked like that yeah. we were like, okay, this is really our responsibility. And there is a weight that comes with that there as there, there should be a weight. And another thing that I noticed, um, that my eyes have been open to is how many, there's still so many baby Christians who have been Christians for their whole life that are still on baby food, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be ever stable in our walk. Mm -hmm. Growth is always something we should, we Mm -hmm. should obtain. Um, And then through that, we should all become teachers, right? Like Christ calls us to be teachers of the word. And so many people aren't teaching of it. And so I wanted to just, I wanted to be different. I wanted to set a different stage for my Mm -hmm. kids. I want Mm -hmm. them to know that mom was in the word and mom taught it to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And And that's that's where change is found. I mean, if we we keep, you know, hearing about 
what we need in our country right now and around the world. And the truth of the matter is we're never, I keep hearing people say we, we need revival. Well, we do, but revival won't come without repentance. Absolutely. And this is something that you see in the old Testament oh, over time. and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right. Is the, I, I always think, boy, if I was the Israelites, you know, right. <laughs> I would not have done that, but I would have. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I would have mm-hmm. like one of my favorite, uh, my favorite stories in the Bible has got to be, you know, Moses, you know, uh, with Pharaoh, you know, let my people go, let my people go. All we go all through the whole thing, get up to the edge of the Red Sea and the, and the whining bratty Israelites, yeah. you brought us there to die. Like, no, dude, you were actually going to die anyway, but whatever. We're up at the edge of the Red Sea and Moses lifts his hands. God remark- miraculously parts the sea. The Israelites walk across it in dry land. And then just a few books later in the book of Judges, we read that they forgot. Oh, absolutely. They forgot. Yeah. And I would love to think that if you or I, Hillary, were there when uh, Moses uh, lifted his hands and God parted the Red Sea, that we would never stop talking about it. Every oh, single gosh, day we'd yeah. annoy our kids to death. <laughs> kids, did you hear? Right. Do you know what just happened? <laughs> Mom, we were there. Yeah. And pretty soon it'd be grandma. We already heard about it. And then absolutely. it'd be great grandma. Yeah. Come on we know the story but the bible records that they did not tell their children what god had done and so the result was suffering yeah and you see that really throughout the whole old testament as far as even when they demanded a king right like god was no longer good enough for them they're like we need somebody to rule over us and so then saul takes that position and then he wasn't you know he was on the right track and then he loses it right because pride steps in Mm -hmm. and then he did things his own way and then Mm -hmm. we just see a multiple this is washington dc in a nutshell oh yeah and then we just see a multiple kings and leaders just you know just evil evil right throughout i love that because that's so relatable to right Mm -hmm. now in Mm -hmm. our leaders Mm -hmm. and um and that's the Bible says that they were continuously evil. They were continuously evil. And then you you would mix in, you know, one one king that would um, remember who the Lord was and trying to bring the people back. But then he would die off. And his very next generation, his son that took over him, was evil, mm-hmm. more evil than any of the other kings, mm-hmm. you know, with Manasseh, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's just amazing to me because then you see he obviously didn't teach it to his that, son. And that is the problem. Like he's like, I've got this. I'm yeah. in the word or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've got this. I'm, but if you're not teaching it when you die, what was the point of your mm-hmm. existence? Mm-hmm. Besides that moment, ter- momentarily where people were following you and people were going back to the Lord. But if you do not, that's why we should all become teachers of the yes. word and find yeah. this passion because we have to teach it to that next generation. And then even when, um, you know, then ba- they get to be exiled into Babylon, yeah. you know, and even in then it's like they grumble. Well, then they get content in Babylon. So then when mm-hmm. the king there says, go back to, you know, yeah. to Jerusalem. They're like frogs in the boiling water. You yeah. know, and that tepid water and then the heat gets turned up and pretty soon they're content. They're content. They are. And so then Amazing. that small group that remembers who the Lord is and wants to go back to their homeland, they make, you know, the, the five month journey back to Jerusalem to find it in rebel, you know, to completely torn down. And so then you have a few that like builds their hearts up and they're encouraged, but they're getting attacked from all, you know, all mm-hmm. the surrounding nations and, um, and still they find room to grumble, you know, and then they take foreign wives and then they're worshiping foreign gods. And then you'd have the, you then you walk into where the prophets come in, you know, and then you go through that whole section of the Bible and it's no different than today. And I think that's why Mm -hmm. I I love, I mean, all the way up until you hit the new Testament when Matthew comes in, it's just strife. It's like triumph. And then people lose their faith. And Mm -hmm. then somebody comes along and they're like, you know, like what you're doing, you're, you're triumphant. You're getting people, you know, back on the bandwagon. You're like, follow the Lord. And Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, we're doing this until, you know, 
one day when you're not here, it's like you want to make sure that that continues, right? Yeah. Otherwise, this is all for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that was like my love for the Old Testament. And I love to teach it because a lot of people are scared of it. And I think a lot of believers, both men and women, um, young and old, won't ever read the Bible in their whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. They won't mm-hmm. ever do it. And so if I can, this book is not for like me or do I have even any visions to become an author of any other books. It was simply totally God directed um, to get people excited to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's meant to like read the scriptures because I, I put the scriptures that I write in there at the end, like hashtag Genesis one through three mm-hmm. um, so that they'll read it's Genesis really like, one through three. When I, when I uh, look at it, it looks almost like a cliff notes version Absolutely. of the Bible with a dramatic twist. Right. So <laughs> what I don't want to happen is to people to pick this up, read it and be like, and Oh, I've read the read Old the Testament. Bible. I am in mm-hmm. no way do I ever want to replace the Bible or the Old Testament. Um, it's merely just to get them excited to help understand because that's where they lack. If you don't understand, how can you take things to heart? Mm-hmm. But if you can understand or step in their shoes for a second as real life people that lived this out mm-hmm. um, and let that motivate you to actually open the word of God because my book won't bring life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Only through the word of God will it bring life Mm. Um, and that's truly what I believe and I stand by that and there was even days where I would start to feel panicked I didn't write something that morning and then the Lord just was like again struck me and he was like is this for me is this for you so take a couple days, take a week if you need to. Sometimes it mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, oh, I don't got anything because right. I was trying to make it in my own will. Right. And then the Lord would, re, you know, rejuvenate me and I'd get back in the spirit again. And I'm like, okay, now I've got because something Because when the write. Lord gives you something, it flows. It flows. Yeah. It and I've experienced does. that for years and years as an author. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey guys, I want to remind you that I am excited to be partnering with MyPillow.com. You guys know that I've been using MyPillow for a long time and I love them. And Mike Lindell has an awesome offer for listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast. You can receive up to 66% off all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call one 800 447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. Again, that's 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to get up to 66% off all my pillow products. I want to get back I uh, circle back again uh to this idea of the importance of passing this on to the next generation. You know, I am very well known for saying you can't pass on what you don't possess. Right. And we can't give our kids what we don't have. Absolutely. And so I keep hearing parents say, oh, I wish my kids this or I wish my kids that. Well, you know what, mom? You know what, dad? You do it. Yep. Let them see it in you that your faith is genuine. Uh, and that is the foundation for which everything else rests. Because otherwise, we're just playing a game. Yep. It's and so I think in... Uh, in the world, particularly here in Western civilization in the United States, uh, which is, of course, our frame of reference, we have a very lazy and un, uh, uneducated in terms of scripture, a biblically illiterate church. Mm-hmm. So we're going to church and we're doing that. We're going through the motions, right? Oh, yeah. Raising our hands. We're singing, you know, spirit, leave me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk along right. the water. And we don't really mean it. We don't. We're just singing the thing. Yeah. And I feel like the Lord is saying, uh, just like he was... Uh, in the scriptures uh, through the apostle Paul, he's saying, come back to me, yeah. come back to me. Well, we come back to him by spending time with him. Mm-hmm. That, that is where it starts. And once we have that as our primary um, foundation, it's amazing what the Lord can do. You know, I was talking to um, 
a couple of my older kids, you know, because they they come home for the holidays. I like to say they're coming home for the they're coming home for the holidays, but really they're coming for the food, right? <laughs> like mom's gonna have a turkey, mom's yes. gonna have you know, <laughs> mom's gonna have some uh, some ham and some baked potatoes. But uh, we were sitting around the fire the other night talking, and I was relating to that because both of our parents have had COVID in the last whatever week hasn't yeah. yeah and that's it's stressful right for everybody right. so I'm talking to my kids about it just you know you end up talking about the past a little bit sort of where we came from and my son my 21 year old son said mom look at what the Lord has done mm-hmm. look at what the Lord has done that he brought you out of this place of brokenness and such sorrow yeah and you have children because the Hillary, I think I told you years and years ago, the Lord promised me a long time ago when I was pregnant with Savannah that um, my children, my children's children were going to live to be free mm-hmm. of this generational sin that had been in our family. Yeah. And that's the Lord. That's Absolutely. nothing that any of us can take credit for. Mm-mm. You know, it's the Lord that sets you free from bitterness. It's the Lord that heals your broken heart. It's the Lord. We're looking to all of these things and we're doing it now in the culture. Right. And Yet Jesus is like, I'm right here. Yeah. You know, bring it to me. And I know that's been the story of your life also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I also tell women because it's easy to hear that. And they're like, that's so wonderful for them, you know. But I struggle. This has not been an easy journey by any means. In Mm -hmm. fact, it's a struggle daily, right? It's a decision that I make daily. Um, and there's days that I don't make that decision, you know, and that's okay. God just wants to see you rise again. He Mm -hmm. wants to see you continue. What's wrong is people think that they have failed and then they just stop. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what breaks his heart. He doesn't mind that you fail because he understands that. Right. He knows that. So just get up again and be like, Ooh, that was a rough couple of weeks. Okay. But I'm back at it again, Mm -hmm. Lord. And I'm going to give you my heart today. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also what I have found to tell people is start little goals. Okay. So maybe, Reading the whole Bible in a year is a huge goal. And if you fail a couple of days and you feel like a failure. So because yeah, then how are you going to catch back up? Right. So yeah. just read, like maybe start with Genesis or if you're a new believer, maybe don't go to the Old Testament first. Start in the New Testament, right? Like learn about Jesus's life because he's our example. So first learn how to live your life, you know, mm-hmm. through Jesus. And then once you understand that, go back to the Old Testament because then you'll, you'll put the pieces together and you'll get to see what was promised in the Old Testament. You'll be like, oh, that's yeah. how it got to it's Jesus. Like a puzzle. I'm getting it you yeah, know and that's yeah. what's so fun for me is when the light clicks on and I've had women that I have taken along through this study tell me I went to you know Christian school growing up I've been to Bible college and not once did I ever connect those dots mm-hmm. and I love that that's mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. and it's that's why the Bible says that the word of God is living absolutely it's living it's it's uh it's alive and I you know like you have had seasons of my life where I just could not, you know, I, I think I said this on the podcast once. I can't remember what we were going through as a family, but I said my Bible felt like it weighed a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't open it. I couldn't pick it up. I couldn't open it. My heart was too broken. My my uh, mind was too weary. And what I love about the Lord, one of the things I love about the Lord is he understands that. Absolutely. You know, the Bible says that he was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief. He understands that we're dust. Yeah. Like he totally gets it. And so... I love that you are encouraging people to just get go back to yeah. the word and let the let the Lord refresh you on the days that you can't pick up that Bible, that it feels like it weighs a thousand pounds yeah. and know that the enemy would love to keep you in that place forever. Right. Right. But the Lord wants to restore you. And one of the uh, one of the things that I did that helped me, especially when I was raising, you know, my house was busy. I mean, you know, because you were there a lot. You were you were kind of an ankle biter when my yeah. kids were little. You were pretty little yourself. But and it was loud over at my house Absolutely. a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that my husband told me, which encouraged me so much, he said, just set your set a timer for 10 minutes and open the Bible for 10 minutes. 
You can do anything yeah. for 10 minutes. Yep. And true. so instead of maybe saying, hey, let's read, you know, three chapters in, uh, in Genesis today. If that feels overwhelming, set your timer. I do the same thing with my uh, with my stationary bike. <laughs> yeah. I have to drag myself in there and get on your bike. I can do anything for 10 minutes. But you know That's what? True. Once I'm on there for 10 minutes, I, I go, you know, I'm doing okay. I can do another five minutes. I could do another five yeah. minutes. I think that's maybe a good way to start. Just, um, just don't little, be overwhelmed. Yeah, little goals. And another thing, too, I know that we're running out of time, but um, when I went through my divorce and was a single mom and was living with our other sister, Hope, and her husband, Michael, one of the things that I just admired about her husband is he was always up in the morning. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember talking to him being like, I just don't understand the Bible. And he goes, Hillary, I didn't either. And I prayed for God in five, you know, in one year, give me five years of knowledge. And he goes, and he did it. And I, I that always stuck with me. Mm. And so then that became my prayer and I encourage other people for that to become their prayer because God wants to honor our prayers right and he did in a whole in that year that I read the Bible through I felt like five years of knowledge had just mm. been exploded onto me and I just grew this love and and so then it encouraged me to read it again um, but that is just an advice that I'd always like held on to and I always share with others because it's true ask God to help you through it ask mm-hmm. him to give you that knowledge and understanding as you're reading it and then another thing too don't forget to talk to God like it's not just open your Bible and read it like he wants to hear from your heart right so that's yeah. why I always try and start out with you know prayers in the morning of just talking with him you know and mm-hmm. and I try and mim- I actually try and pick Picture him sitting on the couch beside me and like he's like my father, you know, and I've never really had an earthly father. And so I've just, it's a very sweet moment for me. So that's how I choose to picture him mm-hmm. is in that moment. It's just going over my day, telling him my frustrations, telling him what I'm thankful for, telling him what my prayer request is. And it becomes a really, you know, gentle moment for me. And oftentimes it leads to a lot of tears and it leads to a lot of rawness. And then I also always pray too for him to empty me of me because there's mm-hmm. a lot of me. I don't want a lot of me. I want a lot of him. Mm-hmm. And so that is just a daily prayer too that mm-hmm. I always um strive for is just empty me and me so that then I can be filled, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm not emptying of myself, then I can't be filled. I'm full, right? Like I'm full right, of right. a lot of things, yeah, you know? Right. Um, and so that's just one of my, you know, prayers too that I pray and I want other people uh, to pray that prayer because it, it helps, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just being real, you know, Jesus isn't looking for an act. He already knows us, right, <laughs> you know? Right, so it's right, just like, right. don't try and fool so him. So your little Instagram post is not impressing the right. Lord. It's not. It really yeah. isn't your picture of your cup and your Bible. It doesn't, mm-hmm. he's like, meet with me, you know? Mm -hmm. who cares what everybody else says and and also that's another thing too with writing this book i am not I am like a people pleaser. Like I love. Yeah, people. you are. Like I love. You do. People. You're like you're like the extroverts extrovert. Yes, like I always tell my friend or my my kids, my daughters. I'm like the world is just full of friends I don't know yet. Yeah, that's how you are. <laughs> that's how I treat it. And so if like somebody, you know, so getting this book out was huge for me too because it it makes me vulnerable, yeah. which then I like cringe at because I'm like, what if people don't like it? But then, um, you know, my sisters and my friends are just encouraging me. Like, well, who cares? You're not in it for people to like it. You're in it for God, and God mm-hmm. is so proud of you. And I was like you're right like so I still struggle like yeah. I still have earthly flesh that comes up and I still struggle with um with those with those thoughts and stuff so I'm constantly reminding myself too you know we're not yeah. we haven't figured it all out yeah. um we're just part of this broken world just mm-hmm. trying to do the best that we can mm-hmm. and leave a legacy you mm-hmm. know for my mm-hmm. not just my children but my friends and it's just so cool like I want my fruits to be known and mm-hmm. you know ultimately I'm here to like direct people to the kingdom. Like mm-hmm. really, if I haven't done any of that, then I've kind of failed at life. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, if, if, uh, if I've learned anything just in watching you, I mean, you, you're, heart is so beautiful mm-hmm. and you've been through a lot as as uh, just by virtue of the fact that we were born <laughs> in the same family. Yes. And I love to see the healing that 
that God has done in your life through your desire to really know him better. And it, it really does minister to people. Okay, really quickly, uh, because I, I know people are, there's a lot of, especially, uh, you know, like the sort of author wannabes who are just like, how do you write a book? You and I talked about this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I think there are lots of pitfalls to go in with a with a traditional publisher. I mean, now they really want you to have a really big social media following because they have to sell books, right? Yeah. So uh, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Amazon has this really awesome print-on-demand, which I know several author friends. Because the first two books I ever wrote were both self-published. And I went down to – I got in a car – do you remember this, Hillary? I got in a car accident. I got hit when I was out in Gresham, you know, uh, rear-ended, and the uh, – and the the money that came from the insurance to pay for that paid for that first printing <laughs> of that book. So it was like $5,100 or something like that. And when the check came, it was like literally within 15 cents of the bill Oh wow! from the printing house. And so we printed that, uh, you know, just in faith, like, okay, we think this is what the Lord wants. That was the book I wrote about uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. And I love how the Lord does that. Yeah. But the world has changed a lot since mm-hmm. I wrote that book, all those that first book, all those years ago. And I love this print-on-demand deal because yeah. uh, you can get in there, and they, they when someone purchases a book, it literally gets printed at that time and, and yep. shipped out. And that's kind of what you did, yeah? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And, you know, I looked at different publishing, but let's be real. Like, I'm on a one-income family with yeah. seven of us, and I don't got money. And honestly, too, my husband and I, when we got married, my second husband and I, when we got married, like, we based our marriage off of everything that we do. It's going to be a God story, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, we're always like, we can't do that. Okay, let's pray about it. And then God will show up. And when he does, it's like we have this testimony that we get to show people. And mm-hmm. even our kids, always when I tell the story, even of our foster children, they're like, Mom, you always start the story out with, oh, God did this. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's kind of true, but I love that she pointed that out, you know? And so this is the, kind of like the same thing. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, like I said, I'm not an author and I just had these notes that I knew people wanted and it was a way to get it out there. And so I uh, had heard Heidi had told me about it. And then I, I just Googled, thank goodness for YouTube, right? And right. thank goodness for oh all those people goodness. that take the time to put YouTube tutorials out there because it was, um, <laughs> I just watched one on how to do it on Amazon and it showed me. And then by faith, I did, um, my manuscript, I would, um, transport it into a Word document on the computer from my phone and then do the editing myself. I couldn't even afford an editor, so please be nice. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is just, it was just, you know, God, God and me. So God was my editor and then I was his, you know, I was his fingers typing it up. Um, so it's just a really special you know, if, if anything, I'm not looking to get big out of this or anything. I just want people to be excited about Old Testament. That is my only goal. And this is a way for me to hand it to them versus like texting it to them every morning and waking them up. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) So here's the author in me has to know how hard was it for you to get your ISBN number? Um, not Did hard at all. Amazon assigned oh, it to you like that. I mean, so it was here's the thing: within seconds, you do not understand how much work that was. So I oh, purchased, so I think, funny. nine ISBNs at once, and you had to go through this whole process. And that's why I'm trying to tell everyone who's listening: Amazon makes it so, so easy because they assign the that number to you. Price that you want it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in it to make money, you can set the price up higher. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, they just do it all. I mean, you upload your own cover photo. It was really, well, I was impressed. I was anxious to get it because I didn't want it to look like this cheaply made thing. And I actually was impressed. It's very cool. And I'm actually holding it in my hand and they, they've just done a really good job. And since you won't say it, I will. You guys, I hope you'll run out and buy this <laughs> book. It's a great way to support Hillary. It's, I mean, you are, you guys are a single income family and uh, you're very much blessing the lives of those two foster boys that you guys have been raising. So I hope people go out and buy this book and give it as as presents. I hope it winds up under a lot of Christmas <laughs> trees. 
this Christmas. Hillary, you are a treasure, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I'm so excited to see what the Lord's doing in you and through you. And I hope this book blesses a whole lot of people. You'll have to come back and tell us how it does. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. If you guys want more information about Memoirs of the Bible by Hillary Stock, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes and I will link to it. Or you can go ahead and just search it off of Amazon. I hope you guys have a great day. And I really do hope, and I know Hillary does too, that this draws people closer to the Lord. Uh, you guys, he loves you. He loves you. And no matter what's happening around you right now, no matter what you're going through in your personal life, no matter what we hear on the news the Bible teaches us that the grass will wither and the flower will fade, but the word of God will stand forever. God does not change and he loves you. And this is a great uh, thing to remember as we head into this most wonderful time of the year, into the Christmas season. I hope you guys will join me at MomStrong International. My daughter, Savannah, and her husband, Ryan, have written this month's study on Advent. They will be teaching live, and uh, you're not going to want to miss that either. This is a great time to start the scripture writing challenge, get into the word with your kids. And I promise you guys, if you'll do that this time next year, you will have stories of how God changed your life. It's the Lord who changes the hearts of human beings. God alone does that. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.